Yeah, only subscribers can send messages on the super chat. So make sure that you hit subscribe and then you can talk in the super chat. Welcome everybody. My name is Sean Simons, also known as PPG Grandpa. You can find us at PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast, clearproptv.com, or listen to us on paratalk.org. Welcome. This is episode 167, season four. Hey, warning, may talk about paramotors. Honestly, we might talk about paramotors just a little bit. So if we do, um, you're in the right spot. Anyways, my name is Sean Simons, also known as PPG Grandpa. I got uh, uh, a student here, his name is Butch. You've probably seen him on the pre-roll before the show. So we're helping him run into the sky. So welcome, Butch. Glad Thank that you're you. here, buddy. Glad to meet everybody. It's it's good. This is so cool having yes. a student here. This is awesome. Over from Paramotor Arkansas Flight School. You can find us at paramotorarkansas.com. We're also part of the nonprofit organization runintothesky.org. So make sure you check out runintothesky.org. We're helping disabled people and disabled vets get into the sky. Absolutely wonderful. Hey, uh, we got an awesome guy, jbppg.com, James Bevel. He's going to be giving away something really cool. He's been giving away stickers and all sorts of cool stuff. So make sure you go over to jbppg.com, make a free account because sporadically throughout the month, he just likes to give away stuff. JB, welcome to the show, buddy. Oh, right for having me back. Well, absolutely. Tell us a little bit about uh, what you do, what you make, and uh, how we get up with you, bud. Well, the easiest way to get a hold of me is uh, go to jbppg.com and make an account. You can shoot me an email from there. You can look me up on Facebook. Uh, I enjoy talking on there. Uh, on top of that, I love making custom stuff now. So I'm doing a lot of customability stuff. I'm doing uh, keychains and tumblers and coffee cups and you name it, I can do it. Or at least I'll try. Excellent. You said you're going to give away something tonight. What are you going to be giving away? Uh, I'm going to do a keychain, and with that keychain, they're double-sided, so I can put uh, an image that they want. They can email me on one side of it, and I will put something on the other side. Oh, excellent. Well, that's really cool, and it doesn't cost them a penny, does it? Nope. Just be here. That's excellent. All they have to do is go to jbppg.com, create that free account, and stay with us until we do the spinning wheel, right? Yep. Excellent. Well, thank you, uh, James. Definitely appreciate you, buddy. All right. We also got our very own Will Fly from willflyppg.com, the guy that does a spinny wheel of winny things. And when we say spinny will, we're talking about spinny will, W-I-L-L. Welcome, buddy. Good to see you. Thank you. Good to be here. Monday night. Looking forward to it. Got a great guest. It's going to be a great show. I mean, what more could you ask for? Yeah, I mean, especially since the weather seems to be on the crazy side this week. Windy, yeah. rainy, tornado-y. Yeah, whatever you get, we usually end up getting a day later. So <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> now you make some really good videos too, Will. So tell us about your, uh, your, your videos that you make and how do we get to them? Yeah, man. Um, I have a series of videos called Just the Tips. Just the Tip. And uh, I think I think I'm on 7.0 now, plus a couple other videos. My latest video was uh, crossing the state of Florida uh, from coast to coast. So um, you can find it on YouTube. Just search for Will Fly, or you can go to willflyppg.com. Excellent. Good to have you, buddy. And if you are in the Super Chat, don't forget to 
at will fly let him know that you're here so he can put you on the spinning wheel the spinning wheel and if you don't you may not win anything so make sure you at will fly so he can hook you up we also got paramom usa our very own linda anderson with her pom pom what's up linda <laughs> welcome welcome everybody monday night only place to be is right here on clear Pot tv paramotor podcast with all my with my friends here tonight welcome noah we're so super excited to have you tonight and um hey everybody just you know get in that chat and get your name in the spinny wheel and win some prizes and uh just sit back and relax because it's going to be a really great show tonight so thank you all for joining us Yay! Thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Uh, she she's the one that really helps us out. She's the one that gets guests. So if you want to be a guest on our show, just go to paramomusa.com. It forwards over to her Facebook page. That way you can PM her and say, "Yo, I want to be on PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast." Or wait a minute, I want to be on Linda's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Absolutely. And how did how did I get my Paramom name? My because son Robert Michaels. He's a paraglider, and uh, he has a show on Thursday nights called paraglidingtalk.com. So that's com. how everybody asks, people ask me, how'd you get that name Paramount? That's how I got my name, Paramount. So make sure you uh, check out that show on Thursday nights, everybody, because it's pretty awesome. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate you. you. But obviously, guys, it's not about me. It's not about our panel tonight. It's all about Noah. Noah Rochetta. He is an amazing guy. If you don't know about this guy, you're going to get filled with a bunch of knowledge this hour on PBG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast. Noah, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, thank you. Because the pressure's on now, huh? Oh, there's no pressure because I seen your <laughs> podcast and you got what over a, a 13 million listeners now or yes, downloads right. or listens. It's, it's insane. You, you, you're beating us by about this much. <laughs> 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 so you got a podcast. You're also the president of the USPPA. You fly paramotors. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into paramotoring. All right. Well, uh, from a very young age, I was always fascinated with aviation. I always had um, posters on my wall. My my big dream was to fly helicopters, and that that dream stuck stuck with me throughout um, high school, uh, college, and high school. I uh, at sixteen, I I jumped into I I got into um, skydiving and jumping out of airplanes. <laughs> And this was in Mexico. I grew up in Mexico. So it was kind of the wild west down there in terms of rules and stuff. So my very first jump was, um, I, I never did a tandem jump. It was solo from the very first one. Um, and I knew I was hooked at that point. So uh, then in college, I I got into flight school to fly helicopters. And I got my, um, my private license, uh, commercial requirements and then um inst uh instrument rating and one morning i was on my way to school and back then the, the way it worked you you prepaid for the whole program so i i paid all the way through cfii it was like seventy thousand dollars or something at a school called silver state helicopters um but one morning i was showing up for class and there was police tape all over the door 
And come to find out, the school had literally shut down overnight um, and stole the money from all their students. And that ended that helicopter dream for me. So um, I I looked into other ways to try to keep that dream going. But because I had already paid all of it once, uh, it was not doable to, to go and, and get the other ratings I needed at another school. Um, so I kind of decided to just cut my losses for the moment. I knew that to, to graduate, you know, had I put more money in and graduated at the time, I would have been um, competing against all of the instructors from that national chain of helicopter schools. I think they, they left like 500 flight instructors out of a job. Uh, so I didn't want to graduate and then compete against them for the jobs. So I just put it all on the shelf and and gave up on the dream and started doing other stuff. And years later, um, I, I wanted to, I wanted a hobby. I wanted something fun to do. So I was going to buy a motorcycle and I called my twin brother. I, I have an identical twin, by the way. Uh, oh. I called my twin brother to ask him questions about his motorcycle. And in that conversation, he brought up the, he said, at some point I'm going to sell my motorcycle and get into this thing called powered paragliding. And I was like, huh, what, what is that? So then I went down the, the Google rabbit hole, um, and 48 hours later, impulsively bought a paramotor <laughs> online. Oh my gosh. So you bought a paramotor like right after looking at all the stuff. I did. Online. Wow. Well, as soon as I saw what it was, I was like, whoa, it, it had never occurred to me that there was an affordable way of getting into aviation. I mean, affordable, meaning much cheaper than general aviation. Um, but the money I had set aside for a motorcycle, I thought, well, that that's about the same price as getting into this. So I put it all put it all into that instead. And that's how I got into it. And then I started researching um, who could teach me to fly it. And I found uh, an instructor here in Utah, uh, Russ Bateman, who's been flying for, I don't know, 20 or more years. Um, and we hit it off really well. He's still one of my best friends. We fly together a lot. Um, and he, he put me on the track to not only to fly, but um, early on, I knew I want to be like Russ when I grow up. Uh, he was teaching and he he had taught his son and he was always out teaching people to do this really fun thing. And I knew right then that that's what I eventually want to do. So that's how it all started for me. And then I got my twin brother into it about a year after I got into it. That is really cool. So um, so how many years you've been flying paramotors, just paramotors? Um, about eight years. That is really awesome. And uh, I, I guess I got to ask, and, and everybody always asks too when, when we're on the show, what is your go-to paramotor and wing? And obviously I want to know what's the first paramotor and wing you got when you were when you did your Google search? Yeah, so the, the first one I got was um, a Blackhawk and it was the Air Max 220. Um, and the wing was their uh, Velocity... Uh, not core. Core came later. I, I forget Electra or something like that. Um, but that was my first setup, and I didn't realize it at the time that that motor and that configuration was more appropriate for wheels. Um, I got it as a foot launch unit, so I was, you know, I had about a hundred pounds on my back, so it made it it made it quite challenging. Um, but that's that's what I started with. So everything felt easier after that. I bet. So what is your go-to wing and paramotor right now then? Uh, right now uh, I fly 
the Parajet Maverick, and I have a, a BGD Luna 2. That's my go-to wing. Well, excellent. So I, I feel like I need to call you Mr. President because now you're the president of the USPPA. Um, how do you enjoy that job and uh, what's been going on lately? Because I tell you what, I got this amazing magazine from the USPPA and it's just not a magazine. It's like a book. It's amazing. So tell us a little bit about what's going on with the US, USPPA now. Oh, uh, yeah, thanks. The uh, Well, the magazine is one of the the new things that's going on. Uh, the other thing has, it's really been a, a slow process of, of trying to revamp the USPPA and, um, the goal when I, when I came in was essentially to modernize it and to, uh, have it look the part and, um, have a, a website with all of the resources and tools to make it a valuable uh, asset for the community. So we have, um, we have a, a course on airspace that's just open to the community. Anybody can can go on and learn about airspace. We have other courses that are in the works. We have uh, webinars that we're uh, preparing to launch. Um, the magazine that has, um, not only does it inspire through the pictures and the stories, but it also educates through articles. Um, and yeah, the, the overall mission of the organization is to preserve, promote, and um, enhance the the sport of powered paragliding. So that's what we're trying to do. Excellent. Now, before we started, um, we went over a couple of things. And one of the things that we wanted to talk about was why have the USPPA at all? So why do we have the USPPA? And what, what are the benefits of having that? Especially if me, I want to be a member, what are the benefits also? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Let's start with why. Why have the USPPA? Um, when the FAA uh, wrote the regulations for ultralights, uh, Part 103, in the uh, in the advisory circular, circular 1037, I want to read it word for word. It says, the ultralight community is encouraged to adopt good operating practices and programs in order to avoid more extensive regulation by the Federal Aviation Administration. So that one sentence, adopt good operating practices and programs, is essentially why the USPPA exists. I think that's the probably one of the key benefits for having an organization like this uh, to to create programs. And we have the programs in 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 the sense of uh, a ratings program that helps um, paramotor pilots to gauge kind of like a milestone to know where they are in terms of their skills and knowledge. Because as you know, we don't we don't need ratings, um, luckily, and and I I hope it stays that way. Uh, but it is nice to know what you know when, when you're new and you start out. It's like what do I not know? We don't know what we don't know. So it's nice to have a program that you could follow and look at and say, oh, okay, well if I can do this, this, and that, I am a PPG one, you're a PPG two or three, to help gauge uh, an individual with the in terms of their skills and knowledge. So. Um, one of our main goals is to ensure that the that we don't get more extensive regulation by the FAA, uh, and we we do that by trying to govern ourselves and say, hey, as a community, here's what we should do, here's what we should know, here are skills that we should have, and then we develop the t the the tools to um, you know to provide that and help people with that. 
Excellent. Um, so we talked about two on the um, on the pre-show. What are the misconceptions of the USPPA in general? Um, you want to talk about that? Yeah, uh, I think a couple of the ones that you'll hear circulating from from time to time. Uh, one is uh, the, the USPPA wants to regulate us. You know, you'll have people who who are in the community who who love that we don't have we don't have anyone breathing down our neck. But then they'll say, oh, but you, you, USPPA, like you guys want to breathe down our neck and give us regulations. And that is certainly a misconception that the entire mission of the organization is to ensure we don't have the FAA breathing down our neck. Um, So we, yeah, I, I would say that's one of the misconceptions is that we want, the USPPA wants to be more strict about the sport. And that's not true. The USPPA wants to ensure everybody knows what they should know so that we don't uh, shoot ourselves in the foot. Because at the end of the day, we, as the community, the paramotor pilots, we're our own worst enemy. And we're, we're, if we, you know, if, if we get regulated, it'll be because we kind of did it to ourselves. So we're trying to, to help prevent that. Gotcha. Um, as far as like future, uh, I know a lot of people are, are afraid about um, you know the USPPA or or worried about what's going to happen in the future, uh, especially with the ADSB thing coming out, we maybe want to maybe have like an US uh, something like that where other people can see us when we're flying because we're almost invisible. Um, do you know anything about uh, future regulations as far as like an ADSB or anything like that that might come out or we might be looking at in the future? Uh, yes. Um, one of the, uh, rules that's being processed right now, a a rule making committee is working on the beyond line of sight, uh, rules for drones. Uh, we know that we have drones like, uh, delivery drones, Amazon, Walmart, things like that. And they're trying to get into the airspace. Um, and there are several organizations that have come together to try to draft, um, a common sense approach to the rulemaking so that we don't have them coming in and just doing whatever they want. Uh, what happened is the, the rulemaking committee did that. They kind of came in, they, they made an assessment they said, Hey, we want to enter the airspace and here's how we want to do it. And there were a couple of uh, really concerning elements to the rulemaking because they didn't want to have, they didn't want the drones to be liable for running into someone, you know, in, in the airspace. So they wanted to, to to make it so that anyone else in the airspace, including us as ultralights, it was our responsibility to avoid the drone rather than stick to the status quo, which is, you know, it's both parties are responsible. See and avoid has been the, you know, the, the status quo for so long. Um, so this is where another tremendous benefit for having an organization like the USPPA comes in. We were able to meet with the heads of the other aerosport associations, the U.S. Parachute Association, the Hot Air Balloon Association, the uh, Hang Gliding Paragliding Association, RC, uh, a whole bunch of organizations to draft a response. And we have more power together to say, hey, here, here's what you're proposing. Here's a, a counter proposal. Why don't we consider it doing it like this? Um, and, and we were able to do that. So we were able to have our names on that and to have a voice that represents our community. 
I think that might be one of the, perhaps the single most important benefit of having an organization like the USPPA is it gives us an organized voice to represent our sport. Because without it, who do you talk to? Like who, you know, the, if the FAA has questions or uh, let's say National Park, uh, National Parks, they'll call and they want to talk to someone about someone who is flying over a national park. They don't know who to talk to, but we act as a buffer. They can come to us and say, hey, here's this thing we're concerned with. And we can say, all right, we'll take care of it. And, and then they don't have to go hunting beyond that. Um, and then we can just say, hey, be careful. You're on someone's radar, stuff like that. Um, and, and that's what's happening with the with the drone regulations as well. We have a voice. We have the ability to say, take us into consideration too when you're creating these new rules and regulations. So that's one that's on the table. We don't know where that one's going to go yet, but there are a lot of organizations that have banded together, some very strong ones, the EAA, the Helicopter Pilots Association, um, and, and we, we're involved with all of them in the, in the united stance that we have to ensure that the uh, rules and regulations come in in a way that makes sense and not in a way that's going to just like kick us to the curb, you know? Absolutely. And, you know, the drones that are out there right now, they have avoidance, you know, collision avoidance um, things on them. You get a DGI drone now and it can't fly into anything. It has radar, it has um, um, uh, cameras on it, and it's pretty much impossible to have that run into anything. It seems like the drones just want to, you know, go out there and uh, have no avoidance thing and just run into anything and then it's our fault. Uh, is that kind of what uh, sounds like it's happening right now where they just want to have complete control over the airspace and if they run into us, hey, you know, who cares? Yeah, the first iteration of the of the ruling came in pretty much like that, saying, hey, we're going to fly through here at uh, the speeds that we want to fly through and and it's on you to get out of our way. Um, what would happen if that goes uncontested? Uh, well, one, we run the risk of being hit by a drone, but two, uh, in terms of liability, they may require us to stay out of their airspace. So they could push us up higher and say, now you ultralights have to remain above 500 feet or something like that. And that would just totally change the game for the style of flying that we do and the enjoyment of, of the flying that we do. So we're, we're fighting really hard. And fortunately, we're not the only ones fighting really hard to ensure that, um, that it doesn't happen this way. But it, it, was a, it was an eye-opener to me going through this process several months ago to realize um, if we didn't have an organization representing us, we're just all going to enjoy what we have for as long as we have until we're blindsided overnight by new regulations and none of us would have had really any say so in it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful that we're aware and we're working with others and we're, we're doing stuff. I have one more question about the ADSB. Have you heard anything about that as far as something that is portable that ultralights could use like ADSB in and out that we can see other airplanes um, and they can see us. Yes, there there are several um, products right now that are being developed for the market that are being tested. Uh, we have a, a group of paramotor pilots who are involved with some of this testing. Jeff Goen is involved with some of this testing, um, and what we're what we're trying to achieve is 
um, a viable way for us as ultralights, as paramotors, to be able to have a, a, an affordable and small um, piece of equipment that we can fly with that would be capable of uh, ADS-B out as well as ADS-B in. Um, the current regulations aren't very clear. It, it, it appears that there's not really a way for ultralights to do it, but there is. It, it requires some paperwork and jumping through hoops. Um, but we're working on a path right now with other organizations like the EAA uh, to be able to have uh, a, a path that we can go down to be able to uh, have this kind of equipment when we fly. Yeah, I think it would be nice to have something that broadcasts that we are here in the vicinity, we're in the area, and, uh, you know, don't hit us, please. So yes. I think that might be a good thing. Well, if it's inexpensive, because I know right now we're talking about a couple thousand dollars for, you know, getting something that's similar to that. Um, yeah. But uh, I think we got a question in the super chat. So, Will, is there a question in the super chat? I think something from Tony. Yeah, there was a question and then a statement that just popped up, but Tony wants to know, Tony Marzano wants to know, and I know where he's going with this, but what kind of power does being president of the USPPA have? And I think he's talking about, is it regulatory in nature? Is it mission accomplishment? You know, something along those lines. Uh, yeah, really no power. <laughs> um, it's almost like the, um, I don't know, parent parent-teacher organization or something there's really I, I don't know that there's any power involved with it in any way other than it gives us like I said earlier um, I have I have the ability to uh, send an email place a phone call and be able to talk to the um, to the heads of the other organizations to 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 hear what's coming down the pipeline what's the FAA trying to do um, that's really our biggest advantage is to um, to be able to jump in as early as possible with whatever's happening at the federal level that could affect flying ultralights. Well, I, I totally, I think you have a lot of power. I mean, in my opinion, because um, we are self-governed and we, you kind of set the course for how you do, you know, preserve, promote and the sport. So, um, man, I, I think, You've got, if it's not a power, it's certainly a great responsibility. And uh, I mean, you know, one thing I would say in terms of power, now that you bring that up, um, we have to remember that all of the people who make decisions at the FAA level, at any federal level, um, they have a responsibility to, to, to the voters, right? The, um, there's power in numbers and that's just the way, that's the way the, democracy works. And fortunately, what that means for us, when we have an organization that presents itself as a professional, legitimate organization, and it has numbers behind it, thousands of members, that's the power that we have. That's the power we have to be able to uh, go to our um, elected um, officials and, and, and have them go to bat for us when we need, when we need. Um, so I think one of the strategies that that we've been working on is uh, ensuring that we have that presence and that we have those numbers so that we can't just be ignored. Um, so, yeah, I, 
I would say that there's power in that to be able to represent the the voice and the desires of the of the community members of paramotor pilots in the in the U.S. Absolutely. Awesome. Will, was there any other questions out there? Um, Daniel Roush had a comment, and I'm going to paraphrase it because I can't find it, but it was basically that you know no one should be able to own the skies, and it should be something that everyone can enjoy regardless. And and they although they're public owned over the U.S. anyways, it's still regulated. So um, yeah, I hear you. And I never ever, and like you, Noah, I, want, I wanted to get back into aviation and I wanted it to be in a manner that wasn't, you know, crippling financially or, you know, I had to, you know, get back and hitting the books and all that stuff. I just wanted it to be real simple. And this was just freaking perfect. So I never want to lose that. So it wasn't a question, it was just a statement. And I, I hear you. Gotcha. Hey, James, was there another question in the super chat from Tony? James, you, you're, you're on uh, mute. Okay. Go, uh, Tony also said, if it does get regulated, will be there any type of uh, grandfather clause to go along with it, in your opinion? Um, that's hard to say because the FAA is going to be able to do whatever they're going to do. I would, I would guess that if the regulation changes and it's due to a new class of aircraft entering the airspace, which would be the drones, and there's a concern for safety, there won't be a, a clause, a grandfather clause that says some of you can keep flying in this dangerous place and the rest of you can't. I, I don't think it would happen that way. Um, what could happen, it, it, as far as grandfathering or, or the clause, if if further uh, restrictions were put into place in terms of what needs to be done for licensing or if a license is ever required, it wouldn't surprise me if they used what we've developed as a starting point, you know, to to look at the syllabus and say, well, what are, you know, if the FAA has a syllabus and and requires uh, a license of some sort, they would probably use the model that we've already developed as a starting point. What that would mean in terms of grandfathering, I don't know. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if there was some kind of a clause, but it also wouldn't surprise me if there wasn't and and we're starting over. You just never know. Okay, so as far as regulations and stuff going, how, in your opinion, do you think they're gonna try to regulate us the same as like they've done the drones where you've got to have that uh, little transponder in there, I forgot, the remote ID that links to our phone to be able to say, hey, we're flying here in this area or so forth? I don't know. It's hard to say because what's happening with with the growth in our sport, it's unprecedented. And in, in a lot of the forms of ultralight aviation, you see the opposite happening. They're just kind of slowly dwindling. Um, but then we have the unique thing happening with us where we're, it's just growing. Every day, there are more and more and more of us. The only, a similar thing that we saw was drones. Drones are the other uh, industry that just kind of sprung up and then got really, really big. And even within drones, it was like, well, now you have to register it. And then, well, now you don't. And then now you do again. And th they haven't really settled yet exactly what that entails. I'm guessing for us, it would be similar. The big difference is we have, we have a precedent um, that anything they do to, to try to handle paramotoring is affecting ultralights and the ultralight history in our country is 
so old and so established that um, I don't think anybody, uh, I think we have that in our favor. Um, it's going to be a lot more difficult for them to, to create a regulation that affects the, uh, the enjoyment that civilians have for a sport. Yeah, those regulations they put in a place is one of the reasons why I went to paramotoring. I've given up my whole RC airplanes and drones just because of those regulations. Gotcha. Totally understand. Um, we're going to be spinning the spinny wheel here in just a moment. Uh, Noah's going to be giving away a couple of stickers. So, Will, whenever you can, uh, put the spinning wheel up there. Noah, tell us about uh, the stickers that you're going to be giving away, please. All right. So these are for my my <clears throat> flight school. I, I made some stickers, and it says the sky is calling. You kind of see that landscape is very uh, Arizona, Utah, Arizona-ish. And we give these stickers away when we do our training courses, but they're really fun, fun looking stickers. So I thought it'd be fun to give a couple of those away. Well, thank you very much. Definitely yeah. appreciate that. And as soon as Will um, puts that spinny wheel up there, we're going to spin twice uh, since you're going to be giving away two stickers. And then uh, I know that we only have you for an hour. So at eight o'clock, we're going to be spinning it again uh, for another couple uh, USPPA stickers and something incredible from jbppg.com. All right, Will, whenever you get the chance, um, we're going to uh, say hello. Uh, Paramom is going to say hello to everybody in the super oh. chat, and then we're going to yes. shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. It's, it should be up now. All right, take okay. it away, Linda Anderson. All right. Welcome, chatters. Thank you for joining us tonight on Monday night. Love to see y'all in the spinny, winny wheel. Good luck to everybody. We got John Wayne in the house, a cowboy, Tony Marzano, Don Beville. Gary Simons, Angela Preslick, Next Batman, Daniel Roush, Scuba in the house, Brian Franz, Jeremy, Greg Laney, Michael Jasper, Kramer, Guardian Service Dogs, Goldie Teal, let's see, Bonnie Franz, Daryl Mitchell, Flying Flamingle Jade, woohoo, Mad Sloper, Never Trust a Skinny Shout, Shaney in the house, we got Shane, Paul Marzano, a-Lines and Torque Off. Welcome, everybody. I'm excited for y'all. Excellent. Welcome, everybody. We're going to be spinning the wheel twice. Uh, Noah, once uh, these two folks uh, win, um, how do they get up with you and uh, get those stickers? Um, let's see. They would need to send me their address. Um, if my info is in... Oh, I think I put my profiles in the in the bio. So if they were to go to Instagram and send me a, a message there or Facebook, that would work. Or they could email me. My my email is super easy. It's my name. It's Noah at Rochetta.com. Wow. And I thought I had a cool email address. <laughs> That's pretty awesome, buddy. All right. So whenever you're ready, Mr. Will. Shuffle, shuffle, and spinny, spinny, because right, he's a spinny will. Who's it going to be? Um, you know what? It's probably going to be Bonnie Franz or Brian Franz since they're here from Michigan. I'm thinking so, it's going to be Daniel Rouch. All right. I'm going to say Michael Jasper. Did you, did you say hi to them? 
What's your name on here? Daryl Mitchell. But I told him. Hey, oh, okay, gotcha. Good. Okay. Hey, maybe maybe you won something. How cool would that be? How you get to see it jump up and down? I know, right? Oh, there goes the name. Uh, well, <laughs> no, that's right. So Jeremy Scuba. Is that like Scuba Steve Scuba? No, wait, he's on the panel, isn't he? Yeah, why Why is he? What? Wait a minute. What you doing, Scuba? I don't you know, the wheel's see? still moving. I think Stewie, it might be James. Oh, it's going to be close. It's going to be close. James! James! Congratulations, James. Congratulations. <laughs> he He actually was the only one that I had left off the wheel, and he said, hey, you forgot me. <laughs> so I quickly <laughs> Congratulations, man. Excellent. Congratulations. Go ahead and spin it one more time Very for the fun. second one. So maybe now, you know what? Maybe uh, Never Trust a Skinny Chef Shane is going to win this one. I don't know. Or because Angela P Presley, because, you know, it's it's rigged. They may Greg Laney. Maybe he'll win it. That wheel is very lubricated. It just goes and goes and goes, huh? It looks Man, great you, tonight. Right? This is the funnest what, part. What kind of oil are you using? It's a wheel fly special lubricant, apparently. <laughs> there goes Brian Franz. So oh, I, go Jay. Oh, great. Can I get it? Did Dom. I call it? Did I, Tony, Did I call it? Did I call it? Daryl Mitchell. There it is. Oh, there it is. Daryl. Daryl. It's getting close. It's getting close. Oh, oh my gosh. It's a nail biter. Oh, man. Oh, 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 my gosh. Oh, congratulations. Oh, oh you didn't have it on there long enough. I couldn't write down who was it. Don. Don Belleville. Sorry, Greg Laney. It was so close. It was. I was like rooting for you. Come on, Greg. So close, so close. Excellent <laughs> job. All right, guys. What's up, Jim? Um, I didn't say hi to Jim tonight. Oh, yeah. Jim snuck on. How you doing, Jim, from Canada, eh? What, what's it all about up there? How's your maple syrup <laughs> smelling money, buddy? <laughs> it's doing pretty good. How's everybody? <laughs> Doing pretty good. So Jim is our official sponsor. If you want uh, stickers, matter of fact, he made some great stickers for the USPPA right here that I'm going to be giving away later. Uh, he does the paramotor calendar. Uh, you can always find him over at carepp.com. And thank you very much, Jim, for joining us a little bit late, but welcome. <laughs> hey, I had a customer here until about, well, till I got on. <laughs> gotcha. Well, we appreciate you, buddy. We're just giving a hard time. No worries. Uh, will fly um is there any other questions in the super chat looks like one from jeremy yeah jeremy wants to know and it's a great question as a flight instructor i understand it um he's saying how do you handle making your a job both with the, with the school and with the usppa oh yeah that that's a really good question um eh. So I think for me, the, the secret has been to have multiple, multiple eggs in the basket, so to speak. Um, the flight school isn't my only, isn't my only thing. I have a podcast and I, uh, I'm, I, I've written some books 
So I have my book sales and my podcast and all the ancillary things that come from that, plus the flight school. Um, and then I added the USPPA as a uh, as a new uh, set of responsibilities that uh, came up. Um, and by juggling between the three, um, I feel like it's hard to get burned out of one because as soon as you start to burn out of one, you switch to one of the other ones. So that's how it's been working for me. It does it does feel like it's a lot to manage um, at the moment, but but it, it's nice to have um, that it's not one thing that's just that same thing over and over and over. Well, okay. So along those lines, what would be like a typical flight for you when you go out just to have fun for Noah? Uh, yeah. So a typical flight for me is uh, a morning flight right now. Um, and I would probably go out about 20 minutes from where I live. I have a really nice LZ that's just at the foothills of the mountains. Um, and I would just go fly and cruise along the ridge lines. I really enjoy flying along the, the ridge and probably cruise around for about an hour or so and then come back in, play at the field for a little bit um, and then land. And that's uh, that's a common flight for me. Another, another common one right now is... Um, doing tandem flights, introducing people to the sport, uh, friends or, or family or people who are interested in possibly training, uh, they'll come out and I'll, I'll do a flight with them and take them up in the, uh, I have a wheeled tandem that I do. And then I have my foot launch tandem. If, if there's enough wind, cause it's about 6,500 feet up here where I am. So I won't even do it unless there's, there's wind to help. So you don't have much going on at all, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of stuff that you're juggling. But hey, you know, you know, when it's your passion, it's your passion. You know, and it sounds like paramotors are your passion for for a really long time. Um, real quick, for a couple of plugs, tell us about your podcasts in your school and how to uh, check out those things. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll go back real quick a couple steps just to say. Um, my background out of college, I, I worked doing um, uh, marketing. So I did um, from web, web development, uh, TV commercial production. And right out of college, I went to work at an ad agency. And I spent years working for ad agencies, managing uh, campaigns for, for clients, uh, from branding to internet marketing and all, everything in between. Then I found myself working for an event center, marketing their events. And that's around the time when I was getting uh, much more heavily into flying. And I would, I would be at work looking at my watch, just counting down the minutes. And at that time, I'm juggling work with trying to fly as much as possible and not allowing the flying to interfere too much with family life. Cause I have three, three little kids. Um, so I would run home from, from work get my paramotor go fly and then back home to help with the you know the evening routines and dinner and all the homework and stuff like that it was one day at work that i was looking at my clock or looking at my watch thinking i need to figure out how to how to do this as a job so that i can go fly and and not have to do anything else by at that time my podcast was growing so my i have a podcast on uh the topic of mindfulness and and buddhism it's called secular Buddhism. Um, and I had a, a passion for uh, 
sharing and, and talking about how certain Buddhist teachings and concepts uh, can be applicable for everyday life for the average person and for people who were not interested in it as a religious practice, because a lot of people are content with whatever their religious tradition may be or no religious tradition. Um, but there are ideas that come out of the Buddhist tradition that are really beneficial uh, from a psychological standpoint, like meditation or mindfulness or dealing with strong emotions, things like that. So that's I went down that path and and was um, uh, the the podcast was growing and and I, I started to think I I might be able to make the podcast my main job so I could give up my job but I still need a buffer in case and that's where I got the idea well if I started doing uh, paramotor instruction that could be the buffer that that way there's not so much pressure that the podcast has to support me um, so with that I just decided to take the risk. And I, uh, to do it, I knew I was going to, I wanted to go do the instructor training with team fly halo at the time that was Shane Denherter who owned it. And he's a, a good friend of mine. And I said, Shane, can I come out and like just apprentice with you 15 days in a row or something and, and, and get my rating with you. And he was uh, kind and gracious enough to say, yeah, come and do it. But the only way to do that was to quit my job. I didn't have 15 days that I could leave work. So that was the big moment where it's like, I, I, I do it or I don't do it. So I took the risk and I told my uh, my boss that I was going to be quitting. And then I went and I did that. I spent those 15 days with Shane and learned so much from him. He's a really good, thorough teacher. Um, and I felt confident after I did I did that. I felt like, okay, I, I can do this. Um, and I came home and, and it was like the build it and they will come approach, you know, it's like, I'll, I'll make a website and launch a, a flight school and we'll see people sign up and, and it worked. Um, so now I, 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 I still recall that day at work where I looked at, at my watch and I was thinking, I need to figure out in the next five years, how to only do my podcast and paramotoring. Those are the two things that I love most. And that's all I really want to do in life. And I thought it would take five years to do it. Um, I ended up within a year, I had already quit my job and and I was doing the flight school. And, and now this is really all I do. It's the, if I'm not doing my podcasting stuff, I'm doing my paramotoring stuff, um, which it, it's hard to even call it work because flying is, is so much fun, right? You all know that. Um, but working with my twin brother, well, that's a whole nother aspect of it that feels like we, we shouldn't really call this work. We're having fun sharing the love with others and, um, you know, helping people to um, get comfortable with, with running into the sky. And then on the other side of it, it's also hard to call it a job because I'm, I'm putting out content that I feel helps people to have a more balanced life and to feel, to have a greater amount of inner peace. Um, and yeah, it, it's, it's something that I thoroughly enjoy. I get a lot of um, a lot of joy out of what I do. That's really excellent. So, if someone wants to go to your flight school, what's the uh, how do they get up with you for the flight school? Uh, the flight school is called Epic Paramotor, and it's epicparamotor.com. Um, and yeah, we have I have all the information on there. Cool, and and. As yeah, that's my twin brother and I, you can see we look pretty mm -hmm. similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys obviously have fun with that, don't you? 
We do. Yeah, we play it up. Um, in fact, when we're training, whoever comes out of the, the trailer first in the morning, like the other one looks out the window and be like, oh, he's wearing the blue jacket. Okay, I'll go get my blue jacket. Like we totally play it up and try to dress alike to confuse everyone because that's what you have to do when you're a twin. <laughs> Absolutely. Sounds I was ta- I was talking to you at the Flying Circus, and oh, I could never figure out who I was talking to. And and I actually overheard you saying to somebody, "If I'm not responding the way you think I should, it might not be me because my brother's here." Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Tyler Bowes had a question uh, for you. No, I said. Well, what made you decide to purchase the uh, the land in New Mexico to uh, for your school versus the land in Arizona or Utah? Yeah, or good other? question, Tyler. Um, I had a list. I, I knew I wanted to have my own my own property somewhere, but it, I had a list of several things that needed to be checked off. It had to have the right airspace. It had to be affordable enough. It had to be. Uh, preferably close enough to a town where there would be accommodations like hotels. Um, I wanted it wanted it to be close enough to for emergency reasons to hospitals, uh, highways, things like that. Um, and at first, I was only searching in Utah and Arizona. It didn't occur to me to search outside of those two places. The problem I was finding to be affordable in in Utah, it had to be pretty remote and when you're remote in Utah, you're probably in restricted or MOA airspace. And every time I would find something that checked off all the other boxes, one of the boxes wouldn't be checked off. Like the airspace was not uh, suitable. Um, And I played that game for at least a year and a half, maybe two years. And, and then suddenly, and I'm searching in Arizona too. And the problem with, with Arizona was similar. You had to be pretty remote. Um, And then I, I, decided to expand a little and look in Colorado and New Mexico. And I noticed a lot of listings were coming up from in New Mexico near this place called Deming. And Deming was big enough that it had hotels, like six or eight hotels. It has a Walmart. It has all the things. Um, And the airspace was clear. So it started to check all the boxes. And that's ultimately why I picked that spot. Well, excellent. That's really awesome. Um, <clears throat> okay. Um, any questions from the super chat or the panel before we take a thumbnail? Because I see Linda without her glasses. It must be thumbnail time. I will. It say, must be thumbnail time. Being being a subscriber. You guys crack me up. <laughs> being a subscriber of your podcast, Noah, it's an awesome. <laughs> freaking podcast and so much of it because i i i'm one of those that looks at it or listens to it from a non-religious standpoint and um so many of the books that i've read you know whether it's tony robbins or zig ziglar or uh napoleon hill man there's so many concepts in those books that like they've been around for a long time you know so yeah just just love it all right i'm ready for the good deal Y'all ready? Ready. One. Oh, wait a minute. Where'd you go? You move <laughs> move forward. Disappear. Move forward a little bit. You're move, you, you, I lost you. Okay, now don't move. <laughs> One, two, three. Got it. Excellent.
Thank you. Took me a second to figure out what was going on. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, oh, they're all posing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're posers. <laughs> yeah, like someone's so. about to get get a screenshot. We got the screenshot now. That's pretty awesome. Now we sell these screenshots for only a million dollars after the show. So <laughs> they will go on. Uh, sale I love the thumbnails. That's true. That's tradition now. You know. See, I got you guys trained. You know, oh, Linda takes her because it's so hard to get their attention, Noah. So I, I thought, okay, this is what I do because I don't like getting my picture taken with my glasses on. So as soon as I take my glasses off, then they know they're like, oh, okay, see, like this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's her show. We got to do what she does. We got to do what she does, right? All right. Yeah, you That's got it. your system down. All right. Everybody listen to mama. <laughs> yeah, everybody listen to the pair of mom, right? Gotcha. I'm telling you. Oh, good deal. So um, we got you for an hour today. So we're we're closing in on on your hour. We got about uh, twelve minutes left. Um, was there any other questions in the super chat, James? And if you are going to ask that, please unmute yourself. <laughs> ah, I did it again. But Tony yeah. wants to know is how long did he skydive for? Uh, not very long. I want to say it was probably over the course of a year that. I I was skydiving, um, and again this was in Mexico. I was 16 years old at the time, so it's like 16 through 18 that I was toying with skydiving, uh, and then at 18 I moved to South America, and didn't do any more skydiving after that. Okay, so somebody that's going to do their first jump Memorial Day weekend, what advice do you have for that? Oh, it's been so long. I, I I think it might be quite different now, but uh, my advice is just enjoy it. it. It happens fast. I remember that's what surprised me. It's like suddenly you're in the air and then suddenly the canopy's open and you're like, whoa, that was fast. And then you're down on the ground. So take it all in. Cool. Hey, Will, was there any other questions in the Super Chat, buddy? Yeah, Jeremy wants to know uh, what fly-ins are you going to this year? Oh, good question. I, I normally go to the ones out west. The Arizona Flying Circus is a yearly one I go to. Uh, I've been to the Black Hawk Fly-in several times. That's one I really like. Um, this year, I'm trying to branch out and go to a few others that are uh, uh, further east. Uh, Bad Apples is one that I'm considering. Um, I might be able to to make it out to that one. And uh, I've been to Endless Foot Drag a couple of times. That's one I would like to go to again. But those are the only ones on my radar right now. Oh, and Oshkosh. I think I'm going to try to go to Oshkosh this year. Have you thought about making a flying over at your school? Yes. Yeah, that's one of the plans uh, once the property's all ready to go. Ooh, I can't wait for that. That's going to be cool. Yeah. It's going to be another flying circus, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it'll be the New Mexico Flying Circus. <laughs> there you go. That'd It'd be, be pretty cool yeah. if uh, if it was in line with the other ones, so a person could go, you know, from Salton down to Flying Circus and then keep on traveling. That would be really neat. Yeah, it would. Or the other way around. Jim, so you Noah, know all about traveling. Uh, so your last your last road trip. We thought you'd never come home, Jim. 
all your flying adventures. Yeah, it was a blast. There is no question. It was amazing to meet all these awesome people and learn how little I know about the sport. Absolutely. that That's so true. Hey, uh, no, I got a question for you, buddy. So what if I want to become involved with the USPPA or somebody out there that's listening to this podcast or on the Super Chat says, you know what, you know, I want to be involved with the USPPA. How do we get up with you and become part of the USPPA or help out? Yeah, great, uh, great question. The USPPA is run entirely by volunteers, um, starting from uh, the very top, uh, all of the officers, the training committee members. So everyone is a volunteer and we're always looking for volunteers. So the, the first thing would be to express your interest. And I believe there's a link on there uh, in the menu under, maybe it's about, can't remember exactly where it is. Um, maybe, well, there's the contact us page that, that could work. But I wanna say if you go snooping around in the menu somewhere, you might see a link for uh, volunteering. Uh, join the USPPA, that's to become a member. I I think, yeah, I think it would probably just be reaching out and contacting through the contact form. And, and we're looking for help on so many fronts. Um, a webmaster to help with website stuff, uh, volunteers to help organize. We, we, we want the USPPA to be more involved at events. Uh, we could send a booth and we could send flyers. Uh, we want to we want to be involved as much as possible just to help promote the sport. So any ideas that anyone might have, if you're listening or watching this now and, and you're thinking, Oh, I, I would want to help with this or that reach out and, and let us know because um, we could certainly use all the help that we can get. You've done a great job revamping the website. Absolutely beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah, definitely love the resources, all the different school or the different um, classes that you can kind of do on there. Um, really like it a lot. The airspace one is really amazing. You did definitely a good job on that. Thank you. Um, so also, too, um, as far as like joining the USPPA, so someone's out there thinking about doing paramotoring or something like that, or they've gone through school. Um, what does it take to become a member of the USPPA? How much is it? And is that going to be the same price forever? You know, the, the price is right now it's $35 a year. Um, it was $34 a year since like 2004 or something. <laughs> and it's gone up $1 since, since I took over. Um, the magazine is, is quite expensive. When we launched the magazine, it was, um, right before the price increases started happening with all with everything, right? Uh, fuel, you name it. Um, then there was a paper shortage. Um, so right now, I, I, I don't know if the magazine will continue the way that it is without uh, increasing the prices. And I don't think anyone wants the prices to increase. So what, what could end up happening, happening is we have a certain amount of issues that are digital only throughout the year. And then maybe there's the one or two uh, issues per year that are printed and mailed out. Um, we're crunching those numbers now. We have a new treasurer, um, Jeremy, and he is 
he's very good at exactly that, uh, helping us to crunch the numbers and know what we can and 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 should do or can't do. Um, so we're working on a strategy to continue to provide value to the members, um, but also do this in a way where it doesn't have to be too expensive to be a member of the association. Excellent. Well, I do appreciate your time. We're rolling up on uh, eight o'clock my time over here, central time. And I know that you said that you're only, you know, um, uh, that you got to go after an hour. So we definitely thank you so much for hanging out with us. Lots of information. Um, I'm going to have to go back and listen to this again because I think I missed yeah. a couple of things because it's just so much information about this. Um, if uh, as far as getting up with your team or people over at the USPPA, you said to go to the about. Is there anybody in particular that is in charge of um, volunteers or anything like that over at the USPPA? No, at the moment, no. So that would be one of the volunteer roles that would be great is someone to help us manage volunteers um, and and come up with what the you know what what the different positions could be. In fact, the next magazine issue that's coming out, it, I sent it to the printer this morning. It has a whole article about volunteering and it has specific positions uh, that we're looking for. Um, so I would say if you, for now, if you reach out to the contact form and just say you're interested in volunteering, I'll be able to send a list of what we're looking for in addition to someone maybe having an, an, a specific idea that they would want to help with. Okay, we got another, uh, Tony Marzano said, do they have an incident report? I'm glad that he said that there because I know that you do have an incident report. Can you tell us a little bit about an incident report? Who should file that incident report and um, why should we uh, file one with yeah, you? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. And I think the incident database is perhaps the most uh, valuable resource that we have, and it's going to become even more valuable with the uh, structure of, of how the website's evolving. So we have, I think, currently 480 something incidents in the database. And um, to, to go through and read it, you could like click on an incident and then read all the details. But to make this more valuable, what we're working on is the database will be able to extract, as you see there, when you pull up an incident, it's going to be able to filter incidents based on the information we had when the incident was filed. For example, the wind speed at the time of the incident, morning versus evening, wheels versus foot launch, um, any bit of data that we know from the incident, we'll be able to filter it so that we can extract useful information, like the most common incident that happens to foot launch pilots who have less than 50 hours who are doing morning flights is this. You know, um, I think that's gonna be really valuable if you go in the menu, you can see um, that's you're looking at the incident database there. But if you click on submit an incident report, there you'll see the format of the report. And anybody can go in and submit a report. Um, we've put a little bit of info there for tips, like six tips for how to conduct a thorough incident investigation. So if you follow that format, um, that'll help you to know how to format this report. Then you go down and you literally just fill out that report. Um, who's the person reporting? Uh, the details, uh, pilot details, if you know them. Uh, none of that. None of that's required, and none of that is visible to the public. We we maintain that um, private. 
Uh, yes, and it can be done anonymously. But what this gives us again is data that can be filtered later so that we can extract uh, the whole point of the incident database is how do we prevent incidents from happening again? So that's why uh, we ask that anybody who has any kind of an incident, put it in here, um, even if it's something that you saw and you and you want to file a report, um, it, it would it would be beneficial for us to have this information, whatever information we can get out of it, because this ultimately goes into uh, tweaking the syllabus and helping us understand what skills should novices be learning and training. Uh, it helps us with a lot of valuable information. Absolutely excellent. Anybody on the panel have any last questions for Noah before we let him go? And he gave us so much of his time graciously. We definitely appreciate you, Noah. Yeah. No other questions? Okay, excellent. Yeah. Well, yeah, Noah, definitely thank you so much for your yes, time. Yes, thank you, Noah. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Heard how much stuff you got going on and you took time from all of that to come on our show. Now let's yeah. yeah. say. Appreciate <laughs> you. Thank you so much, buddy. Thank you, Noah. Thank, thank you. you. I appreciate <laughs> you guys uh, having me on the show and oh. and allowing allowing us to share a little bit of information about the thing that we all have in common, right? We all love to fly and we all yep. want to keep doing it for as long as possible without yes. anyone meddling with that. Um, yes. And I, yeah, that's that's our goal. That's my personal goal with all of this. Um, and, and I do like to say, I, I tell my students this when, when I'm doing training, but um, I knew I wanted to fly and it turned out to be everything and more than what I wanted it to be. What I didn't take into consideration was the friendships I would get in the sport. Um, and I look now and I see my circle of friends and it's like my entire social network of close friends. It's all, it's people who fly. Yeah. And yep. I wasn't yep. expecting that. I thought this will be this hobby that I'll have and I'll go do my thing, but it's shaped my social world and, and the people that I care about, like the last I don't know, several weddings that I've been to. It's people from flying, my flying circles. Like th 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 you are my people, like all yeah. of you who fly, we are a tribe. And That's right. um, I, I, yeah. I just find such an, an instant connection with other people who fly because it doesn't matter what our views are on anything else. We share one thing in common that is a passion for all of us. It's that we love to fly and we're going to do yeah. everything we can to help each other continue doing that whether there you need you a prop and it's like, here you go, here's a prop or whatever. Right. I, I encounter that at every fly in. We all just want to support each other and fly together. And, that's right. and I love that. So that's for great. anyone who's listening, who's new and considering flying, that's something you can look forward to that uh, for me was the big unexpected part of all of this was uh, I, I just love being with people who fly. Yeah. So this whole sure. hour, uh, fits in with all of that. I just love spending time talking about this with people who love the same things that I love and that's flying. So thank you for having me. Well, you're welcome. That's why we, you know, Noah, that's why we do this. We do this for you. We do this, you know, honestly, I mean, I started with the show, what, like four years, almost four years ago. Right. Yeah. And um, since then, every time I get, I look at it, every time I get a guest on the show, it's a new friend. 
and then they make new friends. Yeah. And then yeah. my family, my parent family, I call my parent family has gotten so huge that yeah. I follow all the shows. I support everybody. I love everybody. You know, I love to be with people that are driven for life, you know, excited about things. That's my, yeah, that's, that's what I love. That's my passion is just, you know, I want to see everybody succeed and yeah. So I, I totally get what you're saying, Noah, you know, and you're welcome to come back anytime, you know, yes, come hang with us on Monday do. nights. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you. Absolutely. Yep. So you guys out there that are watching and listening, don't go anywhere. We're going to say goodbye to Noah. We're going to be spinning the wheel again and chatting for a couple more minutes or maybe half an hour. You know us. Might be another yes. hour or two. But we're going to let Noah go. So thank you again, Noah. We definitely appreciate you, buddy. Thanks, thank Noah. You, all right. Thank you all. Thanks Enjoy Noah. the rest of your Thank evening. You. Bye. Bye. Man, that was really, really super awesome. Great. Be an awesome day. That was yes. really awesome. A lot of information. I was Is so it excited. supper time now? No. Oh. What are you eating? What are you eating, Jim? Supper. <laughs> We're still on national television, you realize. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, cauliflower, is it a bowl of cauliflower and raisins? No, just kidding. I, I, I get, I get, I eat what gets put in front of me. Ah, good. Okay. Must have maple syrup on it. I would assume. <laughs> All Damn right. It. So um, let's go ahead and uh, do something real quick. <clears throat> so last week we had um, an awesome guest that was doing an amazing thing um they were putting together something and we had a code for it so i'm going to put start right here and now let us know what is the code from last week and whoever wins this is going to win a something special from jbppg.com let us know what we are going to be able to get tonight oh, i know it yeah i'm going to do a uh, custom keychain so what I want them to do is go to the website, jbppg.com, and sign up if they haven't already. Uh -oh. And what I want them to do is to shoot me an email of an image that they want on it, whether it be flying related or not. And then I am going to do a custom keychain. Kramer got it. Kramer got it quick. Wow. That was like, boom, right on the money. Um, we got Dweez that said, uh, kiting. Uh, Daryl Mitchell said flight for gauge. Good job. Bonnie France said flight for gauge. And I turned off the uh, the DVR. So you should there shouldn't be any lag for anybody else. It should be the same thing for everybody. So congratulations, Kramer. That was really Thanks, awesome. Um, we definitely appreciate you. Now, guys, stay still. Don't go nowhere because we're also going to be doing uh, two more spinning wheels. But Ooh. it looks like we only have 17 likes and 31 people. So make sure you hit that thumbs up yes. if you're able to. That definitely that helps like with the matrix. Um, thumbs up for Flight for Gage. Thumbs up for NOAA uh, and our USPPA. Thumbs up for Paramotors. Yes. Thumbs up for Paramom. Thumbs up for Paramom Show. Yeah. Thank you for having this show, like Paramom. You know, I like you, the sound of that. You know, this is going to be the Paramom show from now on. It's not going to be PPG Campus. <laughs> so that's right. Yeah, that's what you got to do. For Paramount. So, so Kramer won. Thank you and congratulations. Uh, JB, how does he get up with you so he can uh, um, get that awesome uh, prize? 
Uh, Kramer already knows how to get a hold of me, so he talks <laughs> to me quite a bit. So uh, she knows she knows what to do. But so, anybody can get a hold of me that way. Though. For all of the people out there that don't know you guys, tell us, JB, how do we get up with you so other people can get up with you? The simplest way is to go to jbppg.com, which is right behind me if I can quit covering it up, and uh, make an account, shoot me an email through there, or they can also send me messages on Facebook under James Belville. I'd be more than happily to uh, chit-chat and see what I can get done for them. Excellent. 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 Um, Will Fly, you're going to have to leave pretty soon, too. So if you can spin the wheel, uh, spin the wheel, <laughs> spin it twice. And what we're going to be doing is we're going to be giving away a couple of these uh, USPPA stickers. I don't know if you can see or not, but uh, Jim yeah. from Canada made sure that they smell like maple syrup for us. He printed them out and sent them to us to give out today. So maple syrup smelling USPPA stickers. Uh, the next two people that win this win the USPPA maple syrup smelling stickers. Now remember, guys, if you want your very own maple syrup smelling stickers, make sure you get up with Jim in Canada. A, eh? ask him what it's all about. Go to <laughs> carepp.com, and that'll go to his care printing and publishing. You want to see all of his crazy uh, shenanigans? Uh, go to carepg dot com and he might even send you some maple syrup smelling money right on <laughs> you know i like i like to go back where did the maple syrup smelling money you start from where did it what episode was that <laughs> because it seems like it's been going on forever well yes it does <laughs> and i don't know what ep episode it was i think it was maybe an after show oh something <laughs> was it i tried looking it up later and i never ever could find it again no and when you travel the united states and mexico people like stopping you hey dude let me smell your money yeah <laughs> your money smells like canada eh? <laughs> i won't be i won't be handing out any hundred dollar bills though <laughs> i actually got thinking about it there was there was a group of people around me and they were wanting to know about that maple syrup smelling money. And I handed out a couple hundreds and I don't know if I ever got them all back. Oh my gosh. Hey, Canadian hundreds. Yeah. So it's only like 70 bucks, but still. <laughs> oh no. They stole your $70 worth of maple syrup smelling money. That's awful, man. Yeah. How funny. Oh. What was the, um, phrase of the day the winning phrase or whatever for last week again fly it for gauge it's funny you should mention that okay <laughs> so we've got a really good flying coming up it's brand new it's the first annual fly it for gauge flying in bowling green florida and i am 99.9 percent .9 certain you're going to absolutely love the location the fly-in the campground the amenities just the whole work so yeah check it out june 8th through the 11th bowling green florida and yeah, if you want to learn good. if you want to learn more about it and actually see videos make sure you look at last week's show yeah. which was episode 166 with um skinny chef shame or as he likes to say uh never trust a skinny chef shame that's just a very long name sir um we'll, we're gonna call you skinny chef and uh that's that's just your nickname your, your nickname of your nickname uh do we have any more new people that popped up on here uh, Mr. Will, 
Yeah, I uh, don't know where we left off, so might be double dipping. But Deweese Milstead, Tyler Vows, uh, Bill H., Bradley Beck, The Chad, and Stephen Goodpaster. Well, excellent. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Yes. Uh, we definitely love talking about paramotors. I mean, obviously, you're still here. Uh, we're still talking about paramotors, and we're going to spin the spinny will, W-I-L-L, of winning things. So, Will, whenever you're ready, spin your will. Good luck, everybody. Good luck. Joe Adele, since uh, he just popped in. All right, so here we go. So don't forget to uh, shuffle, shuffle, since you just added a couple more. Well, I mean, it, it's still great. Should I stop and do it again? Well, if Joe wins, I think that they're going to say it's rigged. Okay. <laughs> that's probably going to win. Yeah, that's usually what happens, right? <laughs> so like I said, uh, we're spinning right now for USPPA stickers. Obviously, I'll send you more than just that. I might even sprinkle a little bit of uh, maple syrup smelling uh, stuff on my stickers because, man, man. Uh, Brian and Bonnie, come on. Who, who we got here? I'm looking at this. I see Scuba. Oh, it's going to pass Scuba. See, Scuba, you should have just been here. Bonnie. Oh, it's going to be close to Bonnie and Daniel oh, Roosh. And never trust the skinny chef Shane. Oh, Bonnie's like, I'm going to win again. She's like, ah, oh, let's go nope. too far. Daniel Roosh. Here's going to be Daniel, it looks like. Yep. Congratulations. Winner. <laughs> so remember, guys, everybody that's won stuff for us, make sure you send us a self-addressed stamped envelope. And that really helps out as far as sending things out as far as stickers. And you also get a uh, ticket, a, what, what kind of ticket am I talking about for the, um, for the reserve? Um, um, help me oh, out. Uh, are you talking about the um... raffle? Raffle, that big word, raffle, yes. Oh, good so uh, Good thing I'm here tonight. Send us a self addressed yeah, really? envelope. You get a <laughs> raffle ticket and you get all of your stickers with that too. So please send it to the address down below to Run Into the Sky Inc. That's our nonprofit organization. Everything that you send is uh, from a, this is an actual 501c3, which means that anything that you send to us is tax deductible. Um, we definitely appreciate anything that you can send. And of course, when you send us that staff self-addressed stamped envelopes, that saves us so much money when it comes to sending out stickers as far as posted stamps. So please use the link down below, or not the link, but look at the um, the address down below. Run into the sky. It's on Dave Ward Drive here in Conway, Arkansas, and we will send you out the stickers, uh, maple syrup smelling stuff that uh, Jim has sent us from Canada A. Eh? because we love you guys. You guys are amazing people. All right, Will. I love how he put the spinny Will, W-I-L-L. Yeah, shuffle, 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 and see who else will win on the spinny wheel of winning things. Do, do, do. Who's gonna win now? Kramer again? Lines. John Wayne? Jeremy? Dawn already won, maybe gonna win again. Next Batman? Michael Jasper, Bill H, Angela Preslick, Deweese Milstead, 
Guardian Service Dogs, Joe Adele, Gary, Steven, A-Lines. Oh, A-Lines, did you ever get your stuff? Text me, let me know that you got your stuff. I send it out to you guys. And there goes his name, A-Lines. Guardian Service Dogs, Barney Franz, Kramer, Never Trust the Skinny Chef. Shane's going to be one of those. Yep. Maybe yeah. Scoop. Dang it. See, it's rigged. Yeah. No, I don't know, man. This one's close. Crow, Kramer and Skinny Chef. I think it's, it's going to be Kramer. It looks, Kramer. it's Kramer. Okay. Hey, shoot, that's the second time, isn't it? Yeah. Dang. Yeah, I thought we're supposed to take off winners so they don't win more than once. We never, uh, we never, we, we didn't like, you know, I don't know. Is that, so is that a thing now? No, <laughs> no, it's, it's all right. We're, we're good. Um, actually, you know what? I got another, uh, USPPA sticker. So like I said, guys, Kramer, make sure you send a self-addressed stamped envelope to the, uh, mailing address down below. That is to our nonprofit organization. The self-addressed stamped envelope helps us with our postage, sending out amazing stuff to you guys like stickers and fun stuff like that. So we definitely appreciate you. Let's go ahead and spin it one more time. You know, let's go ahead and spin that. That way we have more people that we can send out really cool. What do they call Linda? Raffle tickets. Raffle tickets. <laughs> And what if, what are we going to win with these raffle tickets, Linda? Uh, oh, now, now you got me. Brand okay. new reserve. A the reserve, yes. Reserve. Yes. Oh. I didn't want to say the wrong thing. Right. So we got to stay wing, you know, like I'm yeah, older. Brand new like, wing. No. <laughs> I hope we do the new wings. Well, actually, we will be uh, sending out a new wing uh, or doing a raffle for a new wing and paramotor in the future but if no one sends any self-addressed stamped in envelopes and no one's going to do this then we're not going to we're not going to do the wing and we're not going to do a paramotor we need to make sure that there's enough people involved with this that we can you know give away a paramotor and wing so we want to do that so make sure you make sure you send a self-addressed stamped envelope any self-addressed stamped envelope to the address below we'll get stickers regardless if you win on the spinny wheel and you might get extra what are they called linda raffle, raffle tickets. tickets man i need to win raffles a reserve a reserve a brand new reserve. one ready when you are mr will all right and i like that because if, if the person's from australia you know they'll send you that 70 dollars self-addressed stamped envelope <laughs> Yeah, um, and just so you guys know, we're moving basically uh, this podcast underneath the uh, nonprofit organization, and also we're going to be moving the Paramotor Arkansas under the nonprofit organization. So it's all going to be orgs, you know, all going to be nonprofit. Everything we do is going to be to help everyone out there the best we can with what we got. And right now, not much, but we're going to do what we can. We're helping people get into the sky, like Butch here. Um, we had an excellent donation, Lighting. so we're going to help him get up into the sky very, very soon. All right, who is this going to be? Dawn again? No. Oh. Scuba? Michael? No. Maybe? Tony? Guardian Service Dog? Is this thing rigged or what? Why is it always going around Scuba and Guardian Service Dog? Be Guardian Service Dogs. I time. think yeah, so. Yeah, it will be. Really close. Guardian Service Dog, congratulations. Yay. 
Congrats. <laughs> Guardian service dogs. All right. So and everyone, everyone that's won, make sure you send a self-addressed stamped envelope to the address down below in the description. If you and you get a very you, you get your um you get a raffle ticket, obviously, and stickers. And make sure that uh if you didn't win and you're listening to this or you're like man i wish i would have won you did win send a self-addressed stamped envelope and we'll send you out stickers raffle tickets and sometimes some prizes too just for fun because we like to give stuff away all That's right. right it is 8 20 we got a big class tomorrow at zero dark 30. oh so I know. we're, we're gonna I have finish to finish watching american idol I don't I don't get to watch these things I got I got to I love to I love to go out and uh and help uh and fly and help people fly especially when they come all the way from Michigan or Alabama or Texas which reminds me um there's somebody in Texas that's supposed to come out this way Mr. Eric so find out if you're able to get out this way you got some more training to do um, we got more new people coming into this week and uh, tomorrow. So welcome to Paul. That's going to be coming tomorrow and saying hi to us. Uh, we got Trevor. Um, we got Sean, Jean Coates, um, Abel. We got Chris. Uh, did I say Trevor? Trevor, Leo, uh, Matthew, Steve, Rocky. You guys uh, can't wait for you guys to be here. Bonnie and Brian are here along with Butch. So lots of people over here tomorrow, this Very week, cool. next week. Lots of people learning how to fly over at paramotorarkansas.com. Uh, if you haven't exciting. been there yet, go over to paramotorarkansas.com and look at awesome. all the cool stuff that's there. We got some amazing tra training packages. So enough with that. My name is PPG Grandpa. Is it PPG Grandpa or is it Sean? I don't know what it is anymore because everybody calls me grandpa. grandpa. My name is Grandpa. Yeah. AKA yeah. Sean Simons. <laughs> That's right. So anyway, uh Jim is our official guy that helps us out. He's our official sponsor. He makes decals. He calls them decals. I think it's funny. He Decal. he sprinkles he sprinkles maple syrup on everything so it smells like Canada A. He does our calendar, so you can go to ppgcalendar.com. Is it calendar or calendars? Calendar. Calendar, singular. <laughs> so yeah. ppgcalendar.com. Make sure you sign up for a free account over there <laughs> and get yourself a calendar, a PPG calendar, your very own PPG calendar. And he also says he makes checks. So I always say make a check out to a million dollars to me and send it to me. So tell us more about your company and and uh, why are you printing checks? Because that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, care printing. We print all sorts of different things, very um, brochures, signs, and decals or decals. Uh, we can print up personalized checks for you as well. The but they might, I don't know how to make that into a joke. I was going to say that they might be like uh, airline checks where they go boing, boing, boing. But that's <laughs> <laughs> we better not have bouncy checks. No rubber checks, please. <laughs> if they're on my account for a million dollars, they'd be yeah, going boing. <laughs> what is that joke? The boing, boing, boing. Yeah, why do, why do, 
why do they call why do they call Boeing where did how did Boeing get its name from landing Boeing 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay uh crack me up Jim there's there's our joke for the day. Um, we're we're we miss you, Skinny oh, Chef Shane, because you tell better jokes. <laughs> I learned that joke when I was like ten. No, I don't think I've ever told it since. Well, we loved it. We think that you're hilarious. Awesome. <laughs> I'll never fill Shane's shoes, though. I know that for a fact. <laughs> okay. So anyways, if if I have like a good, really good 13 uh, pictures that I really love and I want to uh, make my very own calendar, I get up with you and I tell you that I've seen this on PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast, ClearProp TV or Paratalk.org. And there's a discount or something how does that work you bet uh, you mentioned ppg grandpa and we'll give you 10 percent off and we can set up your custom calendars for you see that sounds like a really good thing so anybody that's out there that does a lot of flying and you get a lot of good pictures or people doing a lot of pictures of you and you get them send them to jim get your own calendar i mean how cool is that send it calendars sell your calendars hmm, there we go sell your calendars. we actually get a lot of families that will send on an annual basis they send us their pictures and we put them in there and send them back their calendars that is really cool i think that's oh, one of the well. i think that's one of the coolest things that you can possibly do because then for christmas you can send your family pictures to your rest of your family so they have a calendar with your family that they can see throughout the year Very cool. Excellent. What else do you do? I mean, uh, obviously you print uh, what stickers from the US. So you print these stickers from the USPPA, right? Well, where are they? Here they are. So if I get up with you and I say, Jim, um, I want some of those USPPA stickers. Can I get them directly from you or do I have to go through the USPPA to get those stickers? Uh, that was a special a special circumstance. Jeremy specifically asked me to send those directly to you. Okay. I won't. I, you could, I've never had anybody ask me to print somebody <laughs> just, else's material. For I was me. just thinking that, you but, know, uh, when, when, it, when it comes to my stickers, PPG uh, grandpa or the clear prop TV run into the sky, anything that I own, if you want Jim to send you stickers and you want to pay for them, you're more than welcome to get stickers from Jim that, you know, the stuff that I own that he has on file. I'm, I'll let you guys know right there. Um, any of the profits that, uh, that, you know, Jim makes, he can send over to our run into the sky nonprofit. So that's another way of getting stickers and helping us out also too on the side. Sounds good. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Jim, for everything you do um what what, what what you doing mr butch just showing off oh you're showing off your new shirt huh he's got a new uh guns a new um yeah showing your guns or the flight oh, school oh, shirt? Huh? <laughs> there ain't no guns yeah all the uh all of our students get uh, some really cool um uh, where are they here they are and then on the back oh i can't do that can you turn around Oh, and nobody can see you. You disappeared. <laughs> you <want that? laughs> no, you disappeared. 
That's magic. How do you do that? I don't know how you turn around and disappeared, but uh, we got <laughs> so anyway, uh, we got some really cool sticker uh, or shirts over here if you become a pilot, which is really awesome. Um, so thank you, Jim. We appreciate you, buddy. And we also got some uh, more people over at uh, jbppg.com, our very own James Bevel. He uh, makes some really cool vinyl and some other stuff too. Not to be confused with care printing, but he does stickers and other things. Uh, JB, what kind of stuff do you do? You do like keychains and stuff, which is a little bit different than Jim, right? Yep, I'm doing uh, keychains. Uh, we'll be messing with some air fresheners too, so you can have your own little personalized air freshener. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Can we make that maple syrup smelling air freshener? Let me send it to Jim and he can uh, refer it back. <laughs> <laughs> excellent excellent i love it uh, uh what yeah. else do you do james we're working on uh my wife she's getting ready to start working with some pillowcases too thinking maybe we can do something a little different there uh, of course the the vinyl decals for your windows on your vehicle i also do some t-shirts mugs tumblers just a little bit of, of everything so if you can think of something that you want or anybody wants or somebody for your mom or your dad you can get a hold of me there at uh, jbppg.com and i'll be more than happy to help somebody told me you're taking a road trip in a couple weeks and you're going to go see a very famous uh, grandpa um what's what's that all about well we we had some vacation time to burn and we figured well why not go see see grandpa you know see what kind of presents he got for me when i get there man he's a good grandpa and all oh you know it you're you're gonna get some you're gonna get some presents you get to play you know with all of our different motors and wings that we have so that's your presence there you go oh, you just gotta keep me off the 185 because i'm afraid i'd have to go buy one and <laughs> i like my my 80. Oh well, you know you can you can fly the 185. We also got um, a 220. You know we got a 50. Uh, you know we got the Rotex. Ah. My wife says she wants the uh, 220, but she doesn't know how to fly yet. So uh, ah, we're not well, getting her in the air yet. We'll help her out. <laughs> Excellent. So I know that you like to give away stuff also throughout the month, kind of like I do. So if you go to like ParamotorArkansas.com, make a free account. Um, sporadically we go through we just go through all the customers and we go boom and we send them out something fun um, we get some text back saying thank you uh, some people we never get anything back so I don't know if we I don't know if they got them or not but it's a present and you do the same thing over at jbppg.com right yes I, I do mine I do my random drawing for it uh, on the first of each month so that way people can anticipate if they want and then again, Grandpa is also good for ten percent on anything on jbppg.com. It's just all caps. Yes, yeah, you feeling special yet? You know, I feel special. Not only am I worth ten percent with Jim, but now I'm with another ten. That's twenty percent. I'm worth twenty percent. I'm so happy. Magic. <laughs> Oh, God, I tell you, people listening to us think we're absolutely nuts. So, but uh, definitely appreciate you, James, for everything you do. And you sent out a free custom keychain to the winner. And I don't see it offhand. Who Kramer. was your winner? That'd be Kramer. Kramer, there it is. Yep, Kramer won that. So, um, tell us if we want our own custom keychain, what does that involve and how does that work? So you can send me any image you want. It's double-sided, right? So I can put uh, whatever image you send me, 
I, I can put it on either side of the keychain. Uh, they are waterproof and uh, somewhat beat up proof. Uh, I do have a mug coming in your direction too. Uh, so you'll get to check that out and give uh, your opinion on it. But uh, I do a lot of coffee cups and, and tumblers too. So I can't wait to see more of the keychains. I'm still playing and tweaking that out. So it'll be, it'll be unique. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you, James, for everything you do. Definitely appreciate yeah. you. Buddy. You are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. So are you. Well, go on. No, no, really, go on. He's starting to glow now. <laughs> Wait a minute, what's going on with the head? Whoa, it's getting bigger. It's getting bigger. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we also got Will Fly from willflyppg.com. He does amazing content. May I tell you what, if you haven't gone over to his his YouTube channel. You can get there real easy by going to willflyppg.com and forward over to his YouTube channel. He makes amazing stuff. He's also our treasurer on uh, Run to the Sky nonprofit. Uh, he does a lot of stuff behind the scenes here. He gets all the names from the spinning wheel <laughs> and puts them on. He stays here longer than he wants to, so sorry about that too, buddy Opel. But um, tell us a little bit about uh, you know your your cool stuff that you do, all your shenanigans and your touching the tip stuff that you do. Yeah, man. I just uh, you know I share my experience. I travel around, fly with my buddies, get some tips, and uh, throw them on YouTube and uh, just share the experience, the good, the bad, the indifferent, you know. So um, that reminds me, we got a good show coming up tomorrow night, too. Can I tell them about that? I hope so. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Paramotor Hangout, Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on YouTube. Tomorrow night's special guest is Dave Ruff, also from the USPPA, and uh, talking about accountability and responsibility. So it should be a great show. Looking forward to it. If you want to go to that, you can get to it by going to paramotortips.com. What? <laughs> I, had actually... it, I, had, I had to give it a reason for existence, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm glad it finally goes someplace. That's great. <laughs> and, and you know, I, I searched for Touch My Tip, but it, it didn't come up to to, to your, your website. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. You, so I, I must have spelled it wrong. So, how, <laughs> so what's the spelling of the .com real quick? Paramotor tips. I'm not going to spell paramotor because at this time you should know how to spell paramotor. But tips is Tango India Papa and Sierra tips. T I P S. Excellent. And also to make sure when you go over to Will Fly's channel over at willflyppg.com, you subscribe and hit that bell notification. Man, the stuff that he comes up with is uh, incredible. Also to um, go to ppgshane.com and it forwards over to never trust the skinny chef shane's youtube make sure you hit subscribe and hit that bell notification that way when it's time for his paramotor podcast on tuesday nights it'll pop up saying hey don't forget i'm right here i'm right here and then on wednesday you got paramotorgirl.com with uh um uh um I was going to say Paramotor Jade, but um, it's what she changed it. He, she changed it again to what is it? It's just just want to fly. Just want to fly. Just want to fly. I keep on wanting to say, you know, the original was girls just want to fly, and um, I, I 
don't want to mess that up. So it's just want to fly with Paramotor Girl from yeah, yeah uh, with uh, with Jade and um, is oh, is Eric still doing it with her too? Huh? Is uh, Eric still doing it with Jade too in the background? Kind of. Kind of. Sort of when he's not working. Gotcha. He works a lot too. They both yes. do a lot of amazing, amazing things up there. Paramotorgirl.com yes. so and check that out. Make sure you hit subscribe and hit that bell notification. Then also too on something happens on Thursday. Hmm. What Thursday is that, Miss Linda? What happens on I Thursday? Thursday nights are that's a big night for me. Uh paraglidingtalk.com with your host Robert Michaels. And uh he always has some awesome guests on his show. You just never know, you know, who's going to stop by or whatever. And I always learn something about these crazy paragliders. And uh, yeah, he always has some really cool topics, I have to say. And um, speaking of paragliders, we have uh, Chris Wheeler in the house next Monday. So he's going to, uh, he's going to talk about his trip to uh, when he flew in Columbia. So, uh, and what he's been up to all summer, his adventures and everything. So I'm looking forward to that. I think it's going to be a really fun show. That's yeah, my Chris, dog is choking, right? Yeah, my yeah. dog is choking. Chris Wheeler, yes. yeah. um, one of yeah, the he, co-owners of ParaswagUSA.com. Yeah, cool yep, I think it's going to be really fun. It's going to be really cool. Yeah. The things yeah. that he was talking about last year on the show, uh, if it's all come to uh, fruition, man, he's got some amazing things to talk about. So I can't wait for next week's show on and Monday. And he night. wears amazing socks. Oh, my gosh. He must have a million different socks. Yes. Just just to fly paramotors. Yes. It's quite the conversation piece when you see him on, well, follow him on Instagram. Yeah, he's good people. Good people. The thing is with the socks, he only wears them once. Once he wears them and flies with them, they get put in a box. He doesn't ever wear them again. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> Life is rough, you know. I'm telling you, those decisions you got to make in the morning, which yeah. socks to, you're going to wear to go flying and all exactly. that. Exactly. Exactly. Life, life is rough. And that's the one thing that my dogs always say. Life is rough. Uh, this was really fun tonight. Thank you, really Chatters, for hanging with us. We totally appreciate you because we couldn't do it without you on Mondays. Absolutely. And we always have good guests and good, fun topics. And I, every Monday, I learn something, you know. Yep. You learn that, you know, life is rough. And dogs say that all the uh, time. <laughs> hey, I know that people want to know also, too, what is the, uh, the, the secret code for next week? So what do we want that to be? Oh, I got it. Okay. USPPA. I already wrote that down. That's awesome. I'm glad we're on the same wavelength. Cool. All right. So it's USPPA. Do we want to put the, is it a dot .org or dot .com? You know what we ought to do? We ought to come up with something that's like really, really, really long, and people are gonna have to type it, and they can't misspell it. They got to run. <laughs> you know, How about right? they have to type in USPPA and then the whole alphabet A B C D? Yeah, backwards Z Y X W V U T S R Q P. Oh, that's That'd good. Be funny. What? I thought everybody learned it for you. No, man. What? I know Z's the last one. I can. Sorry. 
That's about I, it. I thought that everybody, I mean, that's one of the things that we had to know is uh, our, our alphabet forwards and backwards. Who? All right, real oh. quick, just for fun, who knows alphabet back forwards and backwards because they learn oh, yeah. in school? I, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I went to private school, so I didn't learn anything. <laughs> I, I okay. went to Astoria School. Just forward. Well, I'm gonna send. Well, I'm gonna send you those uh, the alphabet, the ones that when we were kids, when my boys were little, the magnetic ones you put on your refrigerator. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then you can every morning when you're having your coffee, you can look at and you can just read. You know, a, a, waiting for myself to dress stamped envelope, Linda, before you yeah. see. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so maybe then maybe that should be uh, it. Is uh, instead of USPPA is the alphabet backwards? Z Y X W V U T S R K P O N M and L K J. I'll just do it. As good as the president of the USPPA is Noah Rochetta. It's nice and long. Yeah, there we go. Now we'll just say USPPA. Guys, you guys. Just having fun with you. Yeah, you guys are awesome. All right, so okay. um, if you guys need to go, go ahead and go. If not, Say we're going to do a quick five minutes after show privately uh, to talk and discuss about things in general with um, okay. uh, Paramount Arkansas, ClearProp TV, Run Into the Sky, you know, all the stuff that we only get one small little bit of time to talk about. Yeah. Because we're so busy, and I so, got because you know um, I can't stay pretty like this, not going to sleep and getting my beauty sleep right. I mean, I get up yeah. early in the morning, and what's really fun too, guys, is when you know the younger guys that are out there in the training field, I kick their butt, and they're like, "Grandpa kicked my butt." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, like the Energizer Bunny, I just keep on going. I got them Grandpa guns. And tor torch port flying is like next month already. Month. So I've got to start counting the days. Man, um, everything. Right. You know what? This whole, this. I mean, didn't we just have COVID nineteen back in twenty nineteen, and here it is twenty three, almost halfway through twenty three. Where's the time gone? Wait, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Really. Uh, yeah, that's why it's named COVID nineteen. I guess well, so. Because yeah, I was, still <laughs> but it didn't. It yeah, didn't really I like ten percent smarter than I did before I got on the show. <laughs> you hit the it didn't card, really man. affect the world, though. It didn't affect the world until twenty twenty. Yeah. And then everything is hindsight in twenty twenty, right? Yeah, All right. It's just, like, it's just like time really has flown. It really has. Just like paramotor pilots. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I am going to go, guys. Yes, definitely um, head Thank on out. You. you guys have a good one. Um, we'll just do yeah, a five-minute uh, um, after show. Uh, Will, we'll see you tomorrow on ppgshane.com. Yeah. And uh, have a good one. Thank you for doing this spinny drill. Had fun, y'all. Have a good night. Yeah, have a good night. All right, guys. Y'all have a good one. And uh, we are Audi 5000. Peace. Well, you know, except oh. we're going to stay oh. here and uh, yes. talk, just not on the live stream. And now we're only have the uh, the recording going now. So for you guys that are still okay. listening to us yes. on this, um, do we want to give them a chance to win maybe a mystery box PPG or, or jbppg.com? Yeah, we we still can't because no one no one's come forth yet for the original mystery box. Nobody's come forward, so they don't oh, make it to this very end here for some reason. 
Yeah, I don't so how can they get this mystery box from jbppg.com, Mr. James? Well, they head on over to jbppg.com, right? Make a free account. Send me a message off of there saying, hey, I'm the mystery box winner, and I will get you something sent out. Well, that's excellent. And we don't know what it is because it's a mystery. It's a mystery. Interesting. That's fun. I know I can't wait to uh, I'm going to get my uh, my personalized coffee mug is in the it's in the mail. It's going to be here in a few days. So it's, it's saying Thursday. I'm excited. So I, I can help you promote these, you know, because I'm going to be showing off my beautiful coffee mug. And I personalized with me on it. And then, Grandpa, cool. when uh, Bonnie shows up down there, Bonnie should have hopefully she'll have what I sent her with her. She can put it to use for him. Oh, um, Bonnie, they're they're down here. They're they're already been training. Okay, well I theirs will be there this week too. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're staying. They're 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 down here for two weeks. If I would have knew that, I'd have just brought it with me. I'd have (laughs) faster. You could have just sent it to me, and I would have been able to give it to them. (laughs) I didn't know. It's all right. They'll have. They have more stuff to to grab when they get back home. It's all good. All right, guys that are listening to us, thank you so much for listening to PPG Crappers Paramount Podcast, clearproptv.com, or listen to us on paratalk.org. Listen to us on your favorite podcasting app by searching for PPG Crappers Paramount Podcast. And like I said, by sometime this summer, this will be a nonprofit podcast for paramotors. You'll have a great evening. And blue skies. Hi. Good night. And we are clear.